Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Crack Die Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Sean. And I want to reiterate what Haya said last week, and that's happy pride to everyone. We hope you are enjoying and celebrating safely with everything that is going on in the world. That being said, we know things have been changing around the world very quickly, and we hope that our show can provide some sort of respite from all of the chaos out there. Now, that being said, we're about to enter into something where I, as the GM, may have overestimated my players' abilities, and not how they play, but from a pure mathematical standpoint. But I'm saying too much. Let's jump into this episode. Welcome to the 40th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Have a midlife crisis. I was just thinking that, Christine. Oh my God! <laughs> my head. I'm already there. My midlife crisis is going to happen at the age 100. Oh, I like that. And we're, and we're casually admitting he's immortal. <laughs> no, I I have a 200 year lifespan. That's not immortal. I um. I had my midlife crisis at 19. Take that for what you will. That sounds a little late for me, actually. I have the life... Yes, I have the lifespan of a gnat, is what I was going to say. And he's dead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Teensy fly, or whatever they're called. So 40 spaces is the number of spaces on a Monopoly board, in case anyone was wondering. I've been playing Monopoly on my phone since this whole thing has started, and I realized how wrong I grew up playing that game is. Yeah, there's not... Everybody uses, like like money in the in a pool for free parking and you get like that's not part of the rule well also what else you did you can't put eight hotels on something well also if you if you decide not to buy a property it goes into auction yeah anyone can get it for like a dollar yeah which is kind of cool like that's that would speed up monopoly quite a bit i I find that it takes forever and then ruins your friendships at a that's risk risk and Catan. Catan ruins friendships Uh. Yeah, I know. The we were, we were only time I played Catan was at uh, my first Thanksgiving with uh, Matt's family. Oh and, my god! Uh, <laughs> it was very interesting. With Sean's two best friends, one year at Gen Con, the four of us sat, played a single round, and then all agreed to stop. So <laughs> <laughs> bad it. Wow. Uh, yeah, it got really cutthroat in the first round, and we all looked at each other and went, "We want to stay friends after this. Yep. Let's stop." <laughs> So in more relevant news, the word quarantine is is actually uh, comes from the Italian for 40, which is quaranta, because in the Middle Ages, ships would be isolated in harbor for 40 days before they could go ashore during the bubonic plague. Interesting. Huh. Look at that. Tying into current events. Previously on the Cracked Die podcast. All heroes spoke about their new powers from their level up. Then, they were gifted items that were unique to them for their help with the town. We heard Temod's strange dream. After that, our heroes head off into the forest in search of the elephant people. After an uneventful day, our heroes bedded down for the night when Pawn Watcher noticed an amber goo starting to drip. What is that goo? Find out now on... The Cracked Die Podcast. And we're just going to jump into initiative right now. That's what's happening. Oh, boy. Yay. <laughs> cool. Well, that's an exciting way to start off the episode. Right? Absolutely. I would say, Oh, hello. <laughs> Unless it's an elven, and then he sounds normal. I think normal is a very racist way of putting that. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get 
initiative. Oh, no. Mine is terrible. Let's all roll initiative so we can figure out how this is going to go. Let's start with Brianna. What did you get? 25. Twin Talon? Uh, Twin Talon got an 18. 18. And then I got that. Soraya? I got a 9. Great. You go first in the second round. I'm sure I do. Ah. Aaron, what did Silver get? 19. 19. Pond Watcher? 12. All right. And Tamid? I got a 22. That's great. It's unfortunate that you're asleep. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm All guessing right. Brianna is also asleep. She just, she was taking her watch previously. Or did, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to remember. Wasn't it that she just woke up Pond Watcher and she went for a bath? <laughs> yes. So that means you don't have armor on. Well, anybody sleeping doesn't have armor on. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's got the comfortable quality, I think there's like a specific armor quality. I think uh, we all had to take a bathroom break at the same time, and we did so in uh, fully clad armor. And yes. <laughs> Ooh, rusty armor. Brianna, you are actually not even on the map right now because you are off bathing. So I'm just going to say you're going to hold for now because there's been no noise. Right. He hasn't made any. Hey, there's a sap thing, right? I'm trying to remember. Can you give us a description of this thing again? Sure. Absolutely. I would love to. A golden sap is leaking from the tree and it has a, it looks like it's starting to ooze towards you once you poked it. Kind of gives you an octopus looking feel to it. It is more amber like honey seeping out of the tree. Like it. Ah, yeah, it's a mead tree. I've heard of it. <laughs> is, is the picture you have on the maps of the actual pawn? Yes. Cool. Oh. From my perspective, it looks like fire leaning up against a tree, like really casually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like chilling. Ca- casual fire, you know. Cash. Super cash. Cash fire. I'm going to have everyone delay. The creature in front of Pond Watcher begins to slither forward. For its first action. Are you coming to give me some delicious syrup? Its second action. It's it's going to attempt to hit you with a pseudopod. Don't do that, please. It's not a real pod. It's a pseudopod. <laughs> so it's just like a... 35. Yeah, that, that hits just barely. Pseudopod swings out and hits you. You take 11 damage. And then I need you to make a fortitude save, please. Ah, boy. 23. You feel some of the sap slick off of it and get around your feet, but you manage to move out of the way before becoming slowed. Oh, no. And it's going to take one more attack at you. 22. That hits. Touch cakes. Take another 13 damage. Give me... Another fortitude save. 25. Once again, you feel this ooey-gooey stickiness coming around your feet. However, you manage to get out of the way. That's not the first time I've had ooey-gooey stickiness on myself. Podwatcher, it's your turn. Podwatcher yells very loudly. Help, everyone! We are being infiltrated by ooze creature monsters! That's a free action. Yeah, oh, okay, great. And then he, he's just going to get a little poke. Give it a bigger poke than last time. Okay. 32. Nice. 32 will crit yes. the creature. All right. Nice. However, however, it's a major crit. 
It is immune to critical hits. What? Come on! It's an ooze. Oozes don't have any body parts to hit. Agreed. Well, it did do 17 piercing. 17 piercing. That is effective. It likes being poked, I think. Come on, get up. <laughs> he pokes again. All right. 31. Uh, another crit, unfortunately. <sighs> 13 piercing damage. Why are you mocking Why am I mocking? It's part of my job. And you have one more action if you want to take it. Yeah, I mean, uh, hmm. I'm going to back away. Okay. And continue reiterating. Please get up. Wake up, you spooky heads. Brianna, you hear Con Watcher yelling. She may be out of her armor, but she definitely keeps her scimitar close, so she will turn, shwunk, and I will move to Con Watcher. What is it? That's my first action. On the bright side, you're not slowed down by your armor. Yeah. You move your full 25. Oh, sweet. Let's see. Only bright side. Twenty-five to three. Yeah. Right. So that's my first action. I guess I see it there, or I guess on watcher. You do. You see this amber thing slurping towards you. Sorry, this looks more like your shit, but here we go. Uh, that's my second action. Okay. And my third, I will swing. Sixteen will hit for twelve damage. All right. Oh, it is a natural one. Oh, it is a natural one. So you do miss. Oh, jeez. Rip. Should I pull from the fumble? Uh, yeah. Yes, you should, please. Okie dokie. Drawing one. I fall prone. It's called slip. So I guess I run forward. I'm still wet from the bath, and I slip and fall. And you go prone. Oh. You slip on your towel. Right. <laughs> It slips off. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no time for that. Don't look at me. <laughs> All right. Next, Temid. You hear screaming, and you hear, Whoa! as Brianna falls. All right. With Without much time to react, he just runs towards strikes as well. All right. Well, I mean, it's one action to pick up your stuff, one action to stand up, one action to move. Okay, so he just runs over there with his stuff. All right. In his hand. No, I mean, like, he picks up his weapon, and then he runs over there. He gets up, picks up his weapon, and runs over there. Great. Oh, right. I'm... Remember, you don't have armor on. Yeah, I, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> okay. Silver, you hear screaming. So Silver's going to wake up, and then the first thing he sees, Brianna, presumably naked, stripped out of the bath on the ground. Well, to be fair, I think it's it's well established that Silver sleeps in the nude. <laughs> so seeing Brianna in the nude's okay? No, I'm just saying, at least you're not the only one. <laughs> oh, fair. Well, he's gonna glance over at uh, Pond Watcher and look at Brianna and, and says, Y'all, I don't know if this is the time for you to do any consummating right now, but uh, I think there's an ooze over there. <laughs> Yes, that's Crazy. literally what I was going to do. <laughs> so I'm going to try to give him bardic knowledge. On okay. That. Please give me a knowledge nature. 15. You know that this is called a living sap, and it is indeed an ooze subspecies. And I will let you ask me one other question. I have to ask what Silver would ask and not what I would ask. But uh, is it worth anything because of the sap? Uh, no, it is not. Feel, feel free to kill it. It, it, it ain't worth nothing <laughs> for us. Uh, 
it's news. Uh, and let me check my spells real. Actually, I'm gonna cast uh, a healing spell on Pond Watcher. Okay. How many actions is the spell? Two actions. It's a two action spell. So this will be the rest. Standing up, knowledge. So you only have one action left, unfortunately. I never said I stood oh, up. Okay. <laughs> he rolled up. He rolls over. It's <laughs> uh, the news. Rolls back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I need my full hours, guys. All right, go ahead and make your heals check then. Pond Watcher heals for seven. Twin Talon. So Twin Talon is going to grab his bow. He's going to stand up, fire once at the Uzi Critter. That will hit for one damage. Yep. Well, you know what? I actually hit it, so. That's true. That was another crit, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know. That's the frustrating part about all this. No, that's not the frustrating part. The frustrating part is, yeah. is another one. Starts, oh, moves down left. 10 feet and attempts to engulf Silver, who's laying on the ground. No! Oh, no. <laughs> Can you give me a... Give me a reflex save, please, Silver. Now... Just for the rules, since I'm on the ground, how does that affect my reflexes? So I just realized I could have taken a second. If you want to take a second attack on the one that you saw beforehand, you can. Uh, I'll be nice today. You. you take a minus two to your roll while prone. A T4. 22. 22 total. 22. Not enough. You are engulfed by this living sap. And you take... Not terrible. Not, not, not great. You take eight damage as the acid starts to dissolve you. So, in previous editions, uh, engulf would also have other things that it would have happen, like you couldn't talk or whatever like that. Is that the case with this, or is it just he's taking acid damage? A creature that fails its save is pulled into the monster's body. It is grabbed, slowed one, and has to hold its breath or start suffocating. The creature takes the listed amount of damage at the end of each of the monster's turns while it is engulfed. An engulfed creature can get free by escaping against the listed escape DC. An engulfed creature can attack the monster engulfing it, but only with unarmed attacks or with weapons of light, bulk, or less. The engulfing creature is flat-footed against it. The monster takes piercing or slashing damage equal to or exceeding the listed rupture value from a single attack or spell. The engulfed creature cuts itself free. A creature gets, that gets free by another method can immediately breathe and exits the swallowing monster. If the monster dies, all creatures it has engulfed are automatically released as the monster's form loses cohesion. So to summarize, Silver has to start holding his breath, which we will look up the rules on that. And then he has slowed one, so you only get two actions. You either have to do the amount of damage in a single attack equal to its rupture value using an unarmed strike or a attack with a weapon that is light bulk or less. So he's got five plus his constitution modifier in rounds of how long he can hold his breath. Uh, if he attacks, right, goes down. yeah, if he attacks though, um, he loses two rounds of error instead of just one. And if he's critically hit or critically fails a save, he loses an additional round of error. I have, yeah, I have five rounds. Oh no. Okay. Yep. Well, now that all that is done, Soraya, it's your turn. Oh, I finally get to do something? Yay. Um, alright, what was it to try and see what they are? It is a knowledge nature. Did I say it's just nature? Yeah. 
Okay, um, she's not gonna waste any time on that. She is right next to Silver, though. So, at the very least, she is going to... Uh, do I do acid or do I do fire? Probably not acid. Yeah, because it's doing acid yeah, damage. Um, you know what? I might do frost. Let's do my frost file here. I feel like thematically, it's frost is very good against oozy creatures. Like to freeze them. Right? Those are all yeah. really good. Okay, so... Ooh, 31 hit. That old hit. Best attack I've ever, ever rolled. It's a nat 20. <laughs> there we go. It's the best attack I've ever rolled. Uh, it's 10 damage, and... Uh, on a hit, the target takes a status penalty to its speed until the end of its next turn. Oh, and it also does two cold slash damage. So it's 2d6 plus two, so it's 12, and it takes a 10-foot move penalty. All right. Um, so I guess my action was uh, wake up, see silver, throw bomb. Cool, make make bomb, throw bomb. So yeah, that's my turn. <laughs> your, your perception is plus eight, right? There another one. When you throw the the frost vial at it and it hits, yeah. it looks like it you know how much damage it's supposed mm-hmm. to do. It looks like it takes more. Ooh, yeah. I guess right. <laughs> Brianna, you're up. So she's gonna take a moment to stand up as her first action. Does that provoke? Uh it does, but nothing happens. I'ma keep swinging. Okay. As good a plan as any. Right. That will hit for ten, 10 damage. damage. All right. Next is Temid. All right. Oh, man. Uh, so the way I, Temid sees it, Brianna and Pondwatcher are very capable of handling this on their own, probably. <laughs> Silver is is probably going to die. So he's going to go and try to help Silver. And so he's going to run over there. Unfortunately, it's going to take two move actions to get over to Silver as it's 35 feet to him. Okay. And then he's going to try to hit this thing. So he rears back and he just thrusts at this thing with his plus one striking rapier. And I'm trying to find it as I de- delay things by talking. I've never done that in a single recording. <laughs> stop for time, stop for time. So anyways, I was going to the bar. And stuff. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, uh, you hit. Wait, it's for three damage. A natural one. So it's 2d6. Plus, but I've got emblazoned armor on here, so it should be 2d6 plus 1. Okay, roll, just roll so the damage then. Just add 1. Yeah, I'm just gonna add 1. Oh, four. so 4 damage. So it's not 3 damage, it's 4 damage, Sean. 4 damage. You hit it. I'm so proud of you, Antwar. Me too. The one in front of Brianna goes. Oh boy. It decides to swing a pseudopod at you. So it's not real. Nope, it's a fake pod. Got it. 24. We'll hit. And I need a reflex save from you. Uh, I will give it to you shortly. My reflex save is a 12. Woof. Woof. Well, you take 14 damage as the fake pod hits you, and then you are slowed one. So basically, it's just my everyday life. <laughs> forever slow. The other pseudopod swings at you for a 30. It swings its arm again. Oh, got it. Yeah, of course it'll hit. For 30. Is that a crit? Uh, Yeah, because I'm unarmored. unarmored, but is it named? Oh, it is not. So you take 28 damage. Ouch. And I need another reflex. I don't want to. Oh, boy. Can they slow you a bunch of times? Like, can they get you to slow to three? Oh, yeah. But not with that save. <laughs> That's good. Phew. Brianna, the living sap, moves through your square and tries to engulf you. Oh, boy. 
Yeah. So it attacked twice and then tried to engulf her. So what happened? Sure, it can do that. Uh, yep, it is a single action to move through the space of any creatures in its path. So it actually it actually moves double its speed. So let's see. Maybe I can get more than one of you. Can it engulf everyone? Like, how can it be in people's mouths? Oh, it, it only gets past? behind ten. It'd be so nice if I could liberate and stab myself. Well, you might. Sadly, I cannot. Party of liberators. That's what we need. If anybody dies, make a liberator, and then we can all just liberate except each other all day. Give me a reflex save. Yeah, to not give you engulfed. Well, the good news is you're inside, and you're right next to Timid. Hi, Timid. Sorry. Wait, it can What's bring that again? her with him? I I didn't think it can move. It's in, she's inside of her. Oh. oh. I, I'm, I'm confused. I thought it couldn't move. It, it feels like it could either engulf her or it could continue to go, but I, it's very bizarre to me that it can just automatically move people. You're right. You're right. Like, with no checks or anything else, it just makes a movement action and can suck up eight people. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. So the monster strides up to double its speed and can move through the space of any creature in its path. Any creature of the size or smaller and the creature is medium, moves through it and attempts a reflex save with a list of DC to avoid being engulfed. A creature unable to act automatically fails. If a creature succeeds, it can choose to either be pushed to the side or pushed in front of the monster. The monster can attempt to engulf the same creature only once in a single use of engulf. The monster can contain as many creatures as can it, it, it can fit in its space. So it can only engulf one creature at a time. A creature fails, is pulled into the monster's body. It is grabbed, slowed one, and has to hold its breath. So I guess it would stop on her square. Well, like grabs typically, you have to like make checks to move people. Okay. So yeah, we'll say it's still there, but you are now engulfed. You are you have the grabbed condition. This rest is not going well. I need a nap from this nap. I know. So pond watcher. You're up. Okay, so Pond Watcher has had a, a kind of crazy 30 seconds here. He was the only one awake. He saw something, he poked it, punched him in the face a bunch of times. He started yelling, a naked woman ran by, fell down, and then was engulfed. He turned around and saw Silver, also naked, also engulfed. And now he doesn't know what to do, because he was gonna go get Silver, but Tamid is going there. And now Brianna's in trouble too, so he's just like looking back and forth and looking back and forth. And uh, he's just gonna go back to the well. He's gonna rage. Okay. And oh, frost. yeah, he sees the frost bomb seems to have done something. So he rages, he steps forward towards the ooze that has now engulfed Brianna and just chops down with his halberd as hard as he can. Brianna trying to like move in a certain way to miss the halberd while it's, she's in it's like, oh. All right, so you hit it. No, move your hands, move your hands the other way. <laughs> Is there frost on this, or is it just straight piercing? So it's a 24 to hit. Nice. And since he's he's using the axe part of it, it's a slashing attack. Okay. It does nine slashing damage, and it does four cold. All right. Nice. The cold seems to be really effective. It is. I'm a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Next is silver. All right. How do I escape okay. in gold space? I don't have any weapons on me or anything like that. Let's Let's use the escape action. You can use the escape action, which is your... I looked at these, like, reflex save DCs, and I looked at your guys' bonuses, and I was like, oh, no one will get engulfed. 
it's athletics. Athletics. Okay. So I have the DC, so go ahead and roll your athletics to escape. So you struggle against the ooze, and you are so very close. You feel your hand start to breach out, but it pulls you back in. He couldn't breach with a 23? Good grief. Uh, how many actions does the escape action take? One. One? But it is an attack action? I guess. Can I critically fail? Yes, and you would lose two rounds of holding your breath. He already lost two rounds. Right. He took an attack action, but if he critically fails, he would lose a third. Yes. Sorry. Or maybe two additional? I, I think it's two additional. So it would be like four total loss this round. This is really bad. Oh no, It's you lose one round worth of air each time you critically hit or critically fail. Why did we want to come here again? Alright, well I don't want to... I can't. I don't want to do that again because I only have three rounds of air left. Uh, so I can't really attack again because of that same problem. Uh, and I can't really do anything. So... So sorry. And you're not close enough for me to liberate you. Pass. Yeah. Well, pass. magic. So I, I pass. No, oh, no. All right. The sap, the living sap that holds silver, swings its pseudopod at Temet. Bring it. With a roll of natural 20. Wait, what? For 37. Well, it doesn't have a name, right? 37 to you versus You know that is, John. It's definitely a crit. We're all naked. Except for Pond Watcher. Pond Watcher, yeah. Pond Watcher has his breastplate on, but just no pants for some reason. Equal protection. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Take 36 Ooh. damage. This isn't good, guys. This is not good. I mean, he's not down or anything, but that certainly took uh, more than half of his hit points. And it's gonna swing again. Fuck. Who has the, the whistle? With a natural one, and then the third attack, or a 10. 10 would uh, be a crit fail, but it's not the, yeah. So it smacked you pretty hard. It certainly did. Well, you're not wearing armor, right? I am not. I've got a 22 AC without armor. Wow. Twin really? Talon. That's awesome. Yeah. Better AC than me. Yeah. That's better AC than me with armor. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, I don't know that that's correct. Yeah, um, it's, so I unequipped my, my armor and I don't have a shield. Here, let me, uh, let me click on my AC. But where does it give you the break? You'd have to have like a seven dex mod for that to be true. So you have, you're trained in armor. You have an ability bonus of plus four because you have an 18 dex. Your starting armor class is 10 plus your character level, which is 16. Yeah, so it's two, four plus 16. So that's 22. Yeah, mine is also 22. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is yours. It's just second edition. edition just feels yeah. weird. But you're trained in... No, it does feel very strange. You're trained in armor, but you're not wearing armor, so why would being trained in armor affect... Well, no, 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 you're, you're trained in being unarmored. Yeah. Uh, if you have light armor proficiency, you also have the same tr unarm unarmored armor proficiency. Interesting. Which makes monks kind of crappy. Yeah, so uh, basically, you know, it's armor is effective, but it isn't absolutely necessary at all. Anyway, you're about to die, so it yes, doesn't matter. Yes, Twin Talon, you're up. Yeah, right, I turn. know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Twin Talon, I know who you can uh, precise strike. That's the rest of us, so maybe if you join forces with this thing, you kill us. <laughs> yeah, it'll leave you alone. Well, actually, I'm measuring the distance between me and it and seeing how far it would be to run away. Let's see. How fast are they? <laughs> Pull a silver. <laughs> My last party, blah, blah, blah. Um, so... 
<laughs> them. So although I do a lot less damage, well, I do like half the damage with my bow that I do with my swords, I can attack three times with the bow and zero times with the swords this turn. So I'm just going to attack twice with the bow and then probably pick up my sword, assuming that my attacks don't go awry and I murder myself or something. You hit. Yep, another one damage. Super fucking awesome. Okay. That was the one that's holding Brianna, by the way. Brianna, sorry. Uh, I will attack a second time. It's going to be 23 to hit. That will hit for seven damage. All right. And then for the third action, he's going to um, pick up one of his swords. Right. Soraya. All right. She's going to make and throw another frost vial at the one that is holding silver. Uh, does a 12 hit? That'll hit. Natural one. Nice. Oh, it's a natural one. It's a natural okay. one. Oh, fuck, it's a natural one. <clears throat> yeah, I forgot that red box means it's a natural one. Also, 12 hits them? Jeez. Oh, they're oozes. Yeah, but I mean, Temin's a naked man with a 22. <laughs> yeah, but it's got no decks, and it's probably not trained in whatever. It's trained. Or maybe it's trained in natural armor. It's trained in engulfing people. So rude. Oh... Until healed, you are clumsy one. Ooh. All, all thumbs. What is, what is clumsy? Clumsy and inexact. Your dex-based checks and DCs, including AC reflex saves and range attack rolls, are reduced by the number that you are. So you are clumsy. Okay. You lose one. Yeah. All right. And then I, uh, she can't. I don't think she can throw it this time, just because I think it takes an action to grab it. I want to check how something works. Yeah, so she's going to grab one of the Pesh Spine grenades that the, the Akuja gave her so she can throw it next Okay. Time. Nice. Would Jasper like to do anything? I would need to give him action, so he's just flapping around and cawing, and he's upset that everything is happening. Hey. No. <laughs> Brianna. Um, before I take my turn, I want to ask, who has Renali's whistle? I believe Twin Talon does. Because this is the... Okay. Do I? I thought Silver had it. Not no, Pond Watcher. Pond Watcher, yeah. Oh, Pond Watcher does. I don't think he would have kept it because he doesn't really care about her. <laughs> yeah. so he would have given it to Twin Talon, probably. Okay, that's fine. Oh, Twin Talon's got it. <laughs> he did play with Sorry, it. I had a mental. It would be like and just like throw it over his shoulder. <laughs> just chucks it into the woods. That probably is what happened, and Twin Talon picked it up. <laughs> Oh, well. It's broken. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't work at all. <laughs> okay. Just because, I don't know. She said, if you need me, call me. No matter where you are. Anyway. No um, matter how far. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> don't worry, baby. Even if you're three days away. You'll be able to find your bones. That's great. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't know how, you know, their, their network of, of spidery fun things work. <laughs> Who don't know? I assume it's like the Lost Boys. That's fair. So I guess I'm still holding my weapon, so I'm going to try and cut my way out. All right. Make an attack roll. It's an 18 hit. Yes. If an 11 hits, or 12 hits, an 18 will definitely. That's true. And you deal 11 damage in one strike. Yes. You burst forth from the inside of that, rupturing its stomach. Naked as the day I was born. So you are now free of that ooze. And I'm going to say you move to here. Because you just okay. pop out for free. I slide out. Yeah. Okay. Super. And it dies? Nope. 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 Okay. It's still it's still alive? Yeah. Cool. Am I prone? No. I'm guessing. Uh, no? No. It just says you, you are released. Do 
you want to be prone? That makes sense. Okay, you're prone. I, I know that that sucks for everybody, but just like just to pop out, like I mean, I imagine you like slash a hole and like stumble yeah. forward. Not that you like pull over. I'm having a hard time like imagining how big this. It's it must be much bigger than it looks on this. Yes, it's a medium-sized creature. Like the 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 amber portion that's slinking towards you is the size of you guys. Yeah, so you could you could just step out. Okay, okay, fair. So she she you know put her might behind her her weapon. She saw a way out and she stepped through it and shudders. She says, I don't have time for this to herself. And she will try again. All right. Of course, uh, 24. Force you hit. Damage. Nice. Still there. Uh, and as my third, how close am I? What happens if I... Nope. Okay. Why not? I'm going to do it one more time because it doesn't seem... She doesn't seem the type to just back down. What do you get? 22 for 12 damage. You hit. Temid. So... I was looking through all of my spells, and unfortunately, the only one that would really help is does fire damage, and I have a feeling that it's not going to be very effective here since I uh, heard it extra. So he's just going to go ahead and attack it. All right. Because that's, that's all he's got in his pocket. Uh, 28 to hit. That will hit. And 13 piercing damage. All right. Your stab strikes true. Sweet. All right, so he's going to strike again. Gosh darn that it. That would that misses. That misses. Okay, so I roll a nine, and that misses. You rolled a natural one. I'm sorry, a total of a nine, yes. Yeah. And so to finish off, he's going to use... Um... That's Wait, wait, hang on a second. You're glossing over something. That's a natural one, sir. That's a critical fail. No, no, let's just move forward. We don't want to bog down <laughs> the podcast. That's, that's, a, that's a, a, a fun You know what I realized? I know this was a couple of attacks ago, but I got a nat 20 and I didn't do a crit success. They don't take crits. <laughs> oh. They don't take crits, though. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's uh, have Temid draw one of them beautiful blue crit miss cards. We're in the same boat. Okay. Melee. Too much stuff. You get tangled in your gear and are encumbered until you spend two interact actions to free yourself. Son of a gun. So basically, like tangled in your in your like your bedroll. Yeah, like what are you wearing that could possibly be that? What does Timmy sleep in? Brianna's towel made it over here somehow. <laughs> and all the fighting, it got kicked up, kicked over. What is this doing here? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm uh, entangled. Yes. Uh, you are clumsy one and take a ten foot penalty to all of your speed. Clumsy is the dex one, right? Your dexterity based checks are minus one. Okay, so that doesn't affect what I was going to do, which would be to use my assurance with battle medicine to hit the DC 20 without rolling. It's exactly 20. Okay. And so I get 2d8 plus 10 hit points back. Okay. I was hurt pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I get 20 hit points nice. back. Ooh, 20 hit points back. Ooh, I'm back to 52 hit points. All right, that's the end of my turn. All right. The living sap near Brianna and Pond Watcher. It's going to attack Brianna with a pseudopod because it's mad at you for getting out. You, you ruptured its stomach. Not sorry. Right. <laughs> it's super mad at you. It rolls a natural 20 for a total of 37. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Wait, where? Where are you rolling this? He's rolling secretly, I promise. He said he's rolling on Hero Lab. No, I'm rolling I'm rolling on this. I, I'll, I'll send you a screenshot if you'd like. No, no it's okay. <laughs> we trust you. I'm just using GM rolls. I want to notarize. Notarize screenshots. <laughs> screenshots can be photoshopped, so... So, since it's a crit, it does double damage. 
single damage is 21, so you take 42 <gasps> points of damage. I have... I'm looking really Pond bad, washer. guys. Like... How much... how much hit points do you have left? Two. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I have two hit points left. Two. But... Oh, you're being nice now. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> 27. That hits. All right. It does 16 points of damage. All right, Brianna, you can e pick evens or odds. Even? Okay, I'll roll it. I'll roll it. Not roll it in the chat. Roll it in the chat. If it rolls on Brianna, then I take it back. <laughs> I roll a one, so it's going to attack Pond Watcher. Bring it on. No. I don't even like mead. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to shove itself into your mouth. Drink it. Wait, you don't like mead? Eight. Eight? Uh, that is a myth. I figured as much. Silver! Uh, I can't do anything at the risk of, uh, dying with it. I mean, you can make... I will say, you were very close to getting out. Okay, alright. But even if... Rolled really game, well. Yeah. Twin Talon! Move toward the one that Pond Watcher and Brianna are attacking. Okay. He'll take two moves to get up close. He will uh, attack it. I, I don't know if it can be flat-footed or not. I know it doesn't take my damage, but I'm just curious about its AC. More than anything. Uh, I am looking up that right now, actually. Uh, it doesn't say they can't, so I will say you can decrease its AC if you'd like. Okay. Because you are flanking it. Right, so that means it's a 21 against its flat-footed AC. It hits. For 9 damage. All right, still ticking. Alright. That's it? Yep, move twice, attack once. Pond Watcher. No sneak attack. And Pond Watcher saw Silver be engulfed. Um, he he sees Twin Talon run up through his peripheral vision and start stabbing the thing. He knows that they can handle it and we've been beating on it. So he's going to run 25 feet around Tentman to be in front of the one... Mm, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> this is really bad, actually. Uh, um... Yeah, no, that, that won't work either. Okay. Um, he's going to run 15 feet to be next to Temmin. Hey, I'll protect you. Standing next to the one eating silver. And he is going to yell, Temmin, get out of the way! And then attack the, uh, the ooze eating his friend silver. And uh, so he, he grabs Temmin's... Okay, well, never mind. I'll take that back. <laughs> okay, so he runs up next to Temmin. He grabs Temmin by the shoulder and, and yells, Watch out, Tammet! And he, he sees Silver. He, his mind flashes back to all the times he spent with Silver all the years on the road and his friend. And he sees him choking and dying and dissolving inside this thing. And his the ice in his veins keeps building up and building up. And it, and it, it feels like it's coming out of his gorge. And he just screams at the, the creature and a gout of ice in a cone sprays from his mouth like a dragon's breath and blasts into the, the creature's body. So you have a reflex save of DC 22 to uh, get half damage. One, so I don't succeed. So the, the, ice comes, the ice comes out obliterating all the trees and all the grass in a 30-foot cone behind the creature, and uh, it takes 19 cold damage. 19 cold? Yeah, he's inside of it. No. He's inside. It's fine. Uh, that means he takes quadruple damage, I think, right? Oh. You can't avoid it. No, no, he's surrounded by the... He's insulated, definitely. Like blubber. Like blubber. I feel like that did more than you thought it would. I definitely didn't think it would do anything because it's never happened before. All right. <laughs> so he's going to be disappointed next time. How many actions is that? Uh, that's two actions, so I'm done. Oh, okay, you moved and you... Soraya. 
All right, she's got her blue dragonfly grenade instead of the peshpine grenade. Uh, with that, she is going to throw. She is clumsy, so uh, it's not a 30, it's a 29. That'll hit. And then... So 2d6 plus 2 for the splash damage, so it would be 5 piercing. Ugh, thanks. And then she will make and throw another frost vial. Uh, That's still going to be a 20. Okay, that'll hit. Uh, So that'll be 10 cold damage. This ooze looks like the sap is starting to harden into amber as all of this cold damage has been hit onto it. And it takes another 10-foot move penalty. <laughs> oh, sorry, one other thing. The Peshpine grenade, it is stupefied one. Is that a mental effect? I don't know, I'm uh, assuming. It, it doesn't affect it. It's... Yeah, I figured. It doesn't really have much of a brain. Brianna. <laughs> so, Brianna realizes that she has this, like, warm feeling on her leg and looks down to see that her femoral artery has uh, been compromised, so she quickly looks around, sees her discarded towel, rips it, and attempts to do a quick tourniquet as I do a battle medicine check. First, I have to roll a medicine check to see if I succeed. 15. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, um, and then, sorry, I'm still remembering how to do this. I believe it's 2d8 for my HP. So I'm gonna roll, and I get 13 back. All right, that puts you at 15 total hit points. That was your first action. She will take a moment to look over her shoulder to see how Silver is doing. He seems to be covered. He notices. She then notices that Twin Talon is here with her, and uh, she feels a lot better about that as she attempts to swing for a 26 for 14 damage. That will hit. Excellent. And for my last action, she will do so again. 17 will hit, I hope. Absolutely. Again, for 14 slashing damage. All right. It does not look good. Temid. Finish the twin talon. All right. Temid's going to try to finish this thing off to save Silver's life. Okay. I'm very nervous. You can do it. If I die, I die. Oh, jeez. 23 to hit, and I do 7... I'm sorry, 22 to hit because I'm I'm plumb encumbered. Still hits. And so, is that one off of damage too for encumbered? It's anything that's dex related. So if you use dex for damage, then yeah. Uh, no, I I don't get uh, dex of damage. Uh, that plus one's only for. Okay, so good. So it does seven piercing damage. All right, you stab into it. And still alive. Still alive. Okay, he's gonna go again. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna have to. He thinks he has to try to take this thing out. 16 to hit. That'll hit. So uh, he thrusts forward with 10 piercing damage and slices into it. What happened? You see some of the chunks fly out that have been frozen solid, but it's still alive. Now, this is a tough one. Let's see. So I would have a... All right. He does. With In this situation. You know what? He... I'm just going to go for it. I don't care. Whatever. It is what it is. This is going to be fun. Uh, 10 to hit. You hit. Uh, nine, right? Oh, nine. That's a miss. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. It's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a uh, crit miss. So. I think crits only happen on ones because this thing is a Yeah. Tiny, yeah. Okay. So, you know, he thinks, he thinks he has it lined up, but he strikes right through the same chunk that he just knocked out and he feels just disappointed, like just shame, but that's it. That's the end of his turn. The living sap that is surrounded by Brianna and Twin Talon goes, and it attacks 
It's going to try and finish off Brianna. Oh no. But rolls a natural one. Yes! Pickles itself, right? Second, a second attack. The pseudopod swings towards Twin Talent for a total of 20. The third attack swings towards Brianna, trying to hit her for a total of 26. Fuck. Yes, that'll hit. Not crit, right? No, not a crit. It swings, takes 21 damage. Oh! Ooh. Oh! <laughs> it goes down. As Brianna drops, bleeding out. Wounded one. Yes. Twin Talon will call out. Chad! I'll be right there. And it is now Silver's turn. But we'll find out what happens oh, next week. No. 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 I quit. No. I quit. <laughs> what a fucking way to end the episode. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Things look grim for all heroes. Will they survive this random chance encounter? Will Silver be able to free himself from the sap? Will someone be able to save Brianna from bleeding out? Find out on the next episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. And now, a word from our sponsors. So, you're looking for a history lesson, are you? Want to know where we came from and how we got to these strange times? Well, this might take some more time. At least more than one night's rest. I'll tell you what, but... Alright. Let's get started. We can just skip the Age of Creation. We all know what happened then. The name says it all. It's, it's the Mythic Times. The time when Galarian was created. Some say that the Great Beyond was created then as well. All the planes whooshed into existence. You know, we ain't too sure about none of it. Nothing really remains from that time and... Well, the gods ain't no good at record-keeping for us mortals. After that, well, then came the Age of Serpents. The serpent folks slithered out of their holes and all across most of the world. It was the first time a mortal group started to gain control of things, but most things from that time are also gone and lost. Heck, we don't even know if the serpent folk could write, and even if they could... I doubt we'd be able to understand it or read it. Finally, the Age of Legend came about. That's when the mythical Aslanti came around. That's when humans started to show up. The, the legends of the Aslanti could fill their own collection of Pathfinder Chronicles, <laughs> and I'm sure they have tried, but, but the only thing we really know for sure is that they saw a great flash in the sky. A few months later, the Starstone fell, destroying all of Aslant and any other civilization that existed. When the Starstone fell, it, well, it ushered in the Age of Darkness and Shadows. That's where we actually can start. We actually have some records of it this time. The Age of Shadows is when the Orcs made it to the surface from their Darkland homes. They were running from the dwarves, and, and don't let them tell you any different. They were running. But when they got to the surface, they rampaged across the world all but unopposed. It's about that time when Zokathun, the Midnight Lord, returned to these lands from his exile in the Shadow Plains. Well, these ain't much good stories to tell to fall asleep to, I reckon, but 
Talking about Zokuthun could give anyone nightmares. If his worshippers are anything to look at, what? They're paintings of a pale, gaunt, hairless man wearing tight leather clothing with pots cut out that most decent people would cover. Then there's the body modifications. His lips removed, hooks and piercings contorting his face into revolting expressions, enhanced with the crystal which resides in the cavity where his left eye once was. Atop his head, a vertical crown of spikes that pulls his skin into a disturbing sunburst. And if that ain't bad enough, the back of his skull was completely gone, revealing his brain. That's, that, that gives you the willies, but I digress. We can talk about the gods and deities later. It's getting late. I need to retire for the evening. Let's pick up with the Age of Darkness tomorrow night. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.